G'day guys and welcome to the first episode of the First Down Under podcast with Zach and Charlie. I'm Zach, sitting opposite me, mates. Charlie, this is exciting times for us. We've been talking about this for a while. Exciting times, Zachy boy. Uh, both of us have an incredible passion for the game and it's just something we had to do. We had to express our passion <laughs> on, on a weekly basis, uh, whether that's just to ourselves. You know, we, we're aware of the market in Melbourne and across Australia for NFL uh, it's, it's a growing market and we feel like, you know, this is the kind of podcast that, you know, your average Australian can listen to. It's really, NFL take. I mean, yeah, I, if this was the Shark Tank, I'm sold, mate. Absolutely. I mean, you, 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 you've drawn me in. It's not so much X's and O's, but a couple of guys who just love the game, love talking about it and uh, are really on the outside looking in here in Australia. Um, obviously, it's America's game, American footy. Yep. But, you know, we'll give our best takes and talk about the uh, biggest moments and best games of the week. Of course, as Australians, we love a punt. And on the fourth down, it is always best to punt. And we will be talking about that a little bit. But, Charlie, I get asked sometimes, um, you know, you, you bump into some Americans. You want to you be able to connect with them. You, you start talking about football because invariably they're, they're all fans of the game or they at least have some kind of memory or yep. they've got family, friends who, who love the game. You, mm. you start to break the ice with them. Mm. And they ask you, like, well, how did you get into it? You're on the other mm. side of the world. Why do you give a shit? And I'm sure mm. there's a lot of people listening right now that, mm. that are similar to us. That are, the exact same thing. Yeah, that, that at some point in their life, they were shown the game through mm. you know TV, film, video yeah. games, whatever it is, something's yeah. drawn them in. You and I got drawn in at the same time, right? By the great Adam Sandler in 2005, I believe. It was yep. uh, the great longest yard at my grade six birthday party, and that just set us on a course. Heading off um, to Village Cinemas, we didn't know... How much no that day idea. was really going to shape our lives. It's actually dominated my life. It really has. I, yeah. I had no idea. And look, Adam Sandler's made a, you know, a couple of dodgy films, but in 2005, he was still going strong. That's it, Brucey. Yeah. Oh, oh, hey, my bad, my bad, my bad. Yeah, great films up till then. Yeah. And The Longest Yard. My God, I remember watching that. Uh, not knowing that there were all these like Hall of Fame level players in the yeah, film. My, like, Michael yeah, Irvin, Michael Irvin. I had no idea. Yeah. Like, I'm the only watching... game we played with you. It slapped a poor shaven white boy till he cries like a baby back bitch. <laughs> I'm watching, I'm like, oh yeah, there's Goldberg, there's Nelly. There goes the neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's totally over my head, all of these elite players. I'm surprised, like, uh, yeah, you did see, I don't know, yeah. Derek Brooks or. Yeah, I know, I genuinely <laughs> thought Cheeseburger Eddie was LT. a tight end for a bit. You gotta always protect the McNuggets. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh. McNuggets, but I think. Uh, you know, we saw that film and we just, we became obsessed. We bought Madden NFL 06. Yep. And then we played it ever since. And we just followed these teams and it just continued to build and build. And the coverage has obviously expanded over here. You've got Game Pass. You've got every sort of platform to go to view it from. Absolutely. And, you know, for me, it's just it's just the ultimate the ultimate sport. And all the history involved as well. The way they do it. NFL films. I mean, I'll go to bed and watch hours of this crap. It, oh. No relevance to me whatsoever. And I watch the 85 Bears with Mike Ditka. Like, why do I do that? Exactly. So, because why do I love care? The game. Why do I care about Johnny Unitas? Exactly. <laughs> why should I give a shit? I'm, I I'm some care. kid from Melbourne. Why does yeah. it matter? I love it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Randall Cunningham. We're just yeah. watching highlights of old players. Um, I should say that's because uh, I'm a Philadelphia Eagles supporter. I uh, was throwing dimes on Madden 06 for right. Donovan McNabb. You're worse You're a Philly fan since 2017. That's I great. Get, get, get yeah, out of here, great. mate. Um, Charlie, I mean, so yeah, I've been loving that team. Obviously, it's been a great year for me. Oh, yeah, what a what a year. What a ride, <laughs> what a year I mean, yeah. Nick Foles. I, mean, I get a tattoo of him on my back, I swear to God. Yeah. Charlie, of course, you're a Green Bay Packers fan. Yeah, and have Green been Bay Packers for fan. 20 minutes, I Yeah, think. absolutely. Uh, 20 minutes, three years, what have you. Uh, I I did change teams a little bit. I did start with the Seahawks because uh, the fascination with Blue and Hasselbeck got his Pro Bowl jersey. That Blue just drew uh, you in. That Blue drew me in and changed to, you know, LT and the Chargers for a little bit. And they had a kind of wild card. Bad patch against the, the great Sanchez, the great Mark Sanchez, the New York Jets. And then the Redskins, the you know, kind of went there for a bit. And now I'm settled on the Green Bay Packers. So I've been, uh, yeah. so I've been watch a, cheese, out. I've been a be... cheesehead, uh, the, the, frozen, <laughs> the frozen tundra since uh, 2015. And uh, I've been you know, through the, the good and the bad with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, yeah. The good and the bad. So a few wild cards, a few divisionals, <laughs> uh, a few NFC championships. Yeah. But so look out for Charlie in a, in a Robert Woods jersey next yeah. year. Um, Absolutely. Supporting those LA Rams. Cooper Cup. Yeah, love him. How good's Cooper Cup? Oh, I love him as well. Mate, uh, let's st stick on the uh, Green Bay Packers. And for the yeah. first down today, there are four downs to get to. But on the first down, we're going to talk about the game of the week. And uh, there are a few contenders 
up until Sunday night, and yeah. then it was sealed by Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers defending home turf against Chicago. Yes, oh, the, my God. The, what a game. What a game. The wizardry of Rodgers, we can never have it in doubt. I mean. That's unbelievable. It, it was unbelievable. I don't want to go into a minute-by-minute minute analysis of the game, as many of our listeners would have you know, enjoyed watching it themselves. But, uh, you know, I was thinking going into halftime that, uh, you know, this Khalil Mack guy was giving us fits. David Bakhtiar and Corey Lindsley, they've been, they've been used to kind of blocking these guys in, you know, you know, you got your, uh, your Darrell Freeman, your Willie Young for the past three or four years for the Bears, and we beat him 53-zip. But this was a different story. And the Packers, yeah, they were completely on the back foot going into halftime down 20-3. to and I, and I personally wrote this game off. I swear to God, this was one of the biggest – Emotional roller coasters of a game I've watched, and maybe one of the best games I've watched. Had Philly not beaten the Patriots in the Super Bowl this year, I wouldn't have anything to compare it to. But it was that level of excitement for me because, yeah. as a fan of the game, and as so many people are fans of the game, you want to see the best play. And when Aaron yeah. Rodgers went down with a knee injury, I was thinking, God, this guy's 35 years old. He's got a knee injury. First half of the he's first game. He's 34. He's 35 in December, I think. All right. Let's, yeah. Okay. Potato, potato. You don't know Rodgers. I was just saying, like, yeah. this is this is a heartbreaker. This yeah. sucks. I don't want to watch Deshaun Kaiser uh, for another 16 games. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the Green Bay Packers may go 0-16. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. looked awful. And the other thing was Khalil Mack was making John Gruden look like an idiot for trading him from the, uh, from the Raiders over mm-hmm. there. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, it just looked like Bill Nagy had this kind of – Young head coach, he had the visor on. I yeah. was like, oh, he's making things happen. Any, he's going to be coach, the next Sean McVay. Anytime a coach is yelling furiously into his sheet, really close to his face, I think he knows what he's doing. He's I don't feeling know what confident. It is, but I'm like, this Matt Nagy guy, he knows what he's, he knows what he's talking and about. As soon as Rogers went off the field, just the air went out of the stadium. It felt yeah. like people, I, I wouldn't be surprised if people were walking out. It was heartbreaking. Yeah. Yep. Then the second half, this this hero who was carted off, this man, walks back out. Yeah, and starts playing NFL level football, the best in the world, NFL on, level, on yeah. one yeah. leg. Yeah, NFL. I wouldn't put I wouldn't put Rogers in NFL. I put him in God like territory. <laughs> this guy, this guy, as Stephen A. Smith has pointed out repeatedly on first take, he's the most qu- talented quarterback we have ever seen. I've never seen a man throw a ball like he throws like a, like a goddamn tennis ball. Dude, that pass right. to uh, one one of the better names in football, um, Corn Cob. No, not the Corn Cob. Oh, so, say Geronimo. Say Geronimo. Yeah. Um, Which they should play throughout the stadium. I haven't done it yet. I'll post on I'll post on now. GBTV. Come on. Listen here. Listen here. That pass was yeah. uh, it throws whatever like a forty yard bomb down into the yeah. end zone in a in a spot that only Geronimo could catch it. it, it he it, couldn't have walked it to him better. I, I, here was the other thing. Since that moment and since the Bears got up by thirteen points, you just yeah. knew. You're like, yeah. oh, they're gonna score two touchdowns and win this yeah. game. There's just no yeah. doubt. And I knew. I think the Bears knew that. I think Green Bay knew that. The fans knew that. I'm yeah. I'm sitting at my TV, watching my TV in Melbourne, not working on a Monday, clearly, yeah. with my eyes wide open, thinking that Aaron Rodgers is going to about to complete one of the best comebacks in NFL think, history. Yeah, I saw the back end of the third quarter, and he was just starting to make these little flickers, these little 10 to 15-yard balls to Geronimo. And I was like, once he gets that offense going in the system, he's just like, he's just, he's just picking apart the Bears' D, barely leaving the pocket as well. Like, this guy is known for his out-of-the-pocket passing. And he was just going to town. And then as soon as they got that TD, I think it was, yeah, to Geronimo, looked off the safety. And then that second one to Devontae to make it 27-8. I was just like, this is over. Like, I don't care what the Bears do on the next drive. They marched down to, like, the 20-yard line. They couldn't get it done. And they kicked that field goal. And you just you just knew straight away. You see, you see the ad. 259 for Rodgers. I'm like, that's just, that's an eternity. That's too much. Yeah, it's too much time. And the pass to Cobb, it wasn't even like a proper route. It was just Cobb literally waited, literally stepped back into the middle of the field. Safety was like a step off, and he's just placed it to perfection, and then just Cobb did the rest. Cobb proved his worth, man. I I remember there were trade rumors before the season that Randall Cobb might be on the move. So glad he's still there. He's, I I love Randall Cobb. He's such a weapon. And, uh, yeah, that that touchdown by him was awesome. Just so well paced, cut in and out. And Dan- Danica Patrick was there as well, Rogers' girlfriend. He's, <laughs> he's doing well on all fronts. He's just been he's signed the highest, <laughs> highest contract in NFL history. And Danica Patrick, I'm just like, Jesus Christ, man. I mean, Can you do anything else? What more do you need? Exactly. Uh, uh, the um, we, we forget about the victim in this game that is everyone who watched Chicago in the first half thinking that they were going to the Super Bowl. I was watching Chicago I, I in the first half. I would 9-7 NFC North from that first half based on my assessment of Trubisky. But they did look good. Trubi- no, Mitch they looked look good. good. They they were moving the ball well, way better than the Packers were. Yeah. I, I thought um, yep. the defense looked strong. Khalil Mack looked like he was worth every cent. Yep. Guy had a pick six. 
sack, yeah, strip, sack fum- yeah. strip sack fumble yeah. recovery. It's, yep. it's like, what more could you want from a guy you just paid for, you know, two first rounders for? Yep. Um, I'm excited for this Bears team, man. I think the NFL is better when the Bears are better, and it's been a long time since they've been great. They haven't had a great quarterback, I, I don't think, ever, it feels like. Yeah, I can't, I can't think of remember. one. Yeah, um, I mean, Rex Grossman, he was a bit of a, you know, bit of a loose unit. But yeah. uh, I, I just hope that Mitch Trubisky's good uh, and that their confidence isn't too shot from that absolutely <laughs> devastating loss because uh, they would have felt like yeah. uh, kings of the world for a while there. And then I, I felt like they were playing not to lose through the whole second half. I think they felt the gravity of the moment. They were looking yeah. at Rodgers, and they just knew that uh, this, kinda, is, yeah, this is their game. Yeah, nothing we can do. Remaining, but they've—I mean—they've got a great a great game next week. Monday Night Football. They're hosting the Seahawks, which I—I picked them in that game. Yeah, I, I, I tend to as well. I, yeah. I, I still like Russell Wilson, but uh, against that day, I think he's—you know—he makes things happen. But yep. Chicago should win that game. Yeah, but I think uh, it was a great performance. Obviously, with Aaron Rodgers' health status, he was pretty adamant in the post game that he would be playing. Obviously, the competitor coming out of them, and everyone on NFL.com frothing about Rodgers' competitiveness. And I just love how calm he is every post game. And he's just like, like oh. Rogers, how do you throw that ball to Geronimo on his on his lap? And he goes, Yeah, I threw some good balls. <laughs> I was happy with the I, mean, I I I looked at the defense. I, I like what I said. I like what I saw and I, I just went and made a play. I'm like he made a play. Like he made a play. You made a play? You just you, you made a play like that. Shut shut the front door. Yeah, shut the front Aaron. door, you know. And he's just so chill. And like, well, Rogers has your knees. Like, that's it's fine, I'll go through my progressions, it'll be fine. And God you know, bless him. Let's pray he's ready for the Vikes week two because it's going to be a crack. In well, I mean, here's, game, here's right? the thing, Charlie. Uh, we, we don't know what his injury is. Uh, and yeah, quite and honestly. You sound like you want it to be negative. I don't want you it to be. Do. No one wants hate, Aaron Rodgers out of the league. I love he's had success because you know we're the most legitimate threat <laughs> to Philly. Charlie, I NFC. still don't take you seriously. You went for the Redskins Talking like about. yesterday. Yeah, I know. RG3 had a good start. I, I, no, the, the NFC stacked. I don't think that... Green Bay have any hope in the world if Aaron Rodgers is hurt. Don't uh, hate Deshaun. Just Don't go hating Kaiser. Don't go hating Kaiser. So say you know you can't <laughs> be doing that. I just took your nickname, but now I'm going to use that. No, 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 yeah, no. that's what Bill Simmons calls him, Kaiser uh, or Uncle Cousin Sal calls oh, him Kaiser oh, Sosa. Oh, cousin Sal, okay, that's okay. Kaiser Sosa. No, I, uh, that, <laughs> I, I no, and that's the true victor here. Deshaun Kaiser got his first win of his NFL career after 16 losses. We forget this is a great day. For Deshaun Kaiser, in a game that he played legitimate snaps in, he got a win. Yeah, you got to put that down as a win, I guess. Yeah, that's yeah, a, that's, that's a win huge. for him. It's, him. It's, yeah, it's great. Good. Uh, yeah. It's a tough year for him last year. <laughs> but last last head scratching move for me was, I mean, the only thing Deshaun Kaiser did was throw a pick six right into the hands of Khalil Mack. Just makes me yeah, wonder what, on why did why did Green Bay trade for him? How much better he, is he than Brett Hundley? He's not that much better. I just think they, I think for the price they had, it's it's a viable option. They but you gave trade. up Demarius Randall. He's a good. He's not that good. We, he's we a just, good. We drafted back... two cornerbacks in Jerry Alexander. He's like a first round Josh pick. Josh Jackson, man, we've got two quality CBs in there with Kevin, sure with Kevin King and Tremont Williams. I'm pretty don't sure we get Devon House. We've got a stack CB. Okay, we don't need Demarius Randall. I'm just saying that that that's not exactly a massive asset you're giving up. And I think Brent Hartley and Deshaun Kaiser. But you I gave it up for nothing. Deshaun Kaiser. Deshaun Kaiser. Yeah, that's a solid backup QB. He won under, zero under, games last year. Forgetting he's now under Rodgers. And he, I think he threw the most interceptions in the league last year Yeah, as well. playing for the goddamn Browns. He's now under Aaron Rodgers. He's like a Brett Favre protege. He can learn the offense. Dude, you sound like Skip Bayless. What the f- like? What, what are you, you talking? What are you talking about? He can learn the offense in Green Bay. I'm just saying he's in a new system. He might actually. He might. You don't know. I, 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 uh, you don't know. Brent Huntley, uh, you're acting like Brent Huntley was a far more viable quarterback. Yeah, no. I'm just saying he's exactly the same. So why'd you trade for him? I don't know. There's certain, you know, there's certain things involved in, the only in thing, trades. The only thing he did in like the four plays he was in the game for was throw a pick six. Yeah, it was an intended screen and Khalil Mack's a freak. It's one play. It's one freak absurd play. But he had like that's twenty five percent of his impact. Every other linebacker doesn't make that play. <laughs> that's, a, that's a batted ball. It wasn't it's, it's Khalil. I just threw it into screen. his hands. I swear to God, he just like passed it to him. It was like Khalil. I hear you want to rub it into John Gruden's face. Yeah, here's, well, here's six points. Even Chris Collinsworth said, "Wow." The quarterback. <laughs> here's a screen pass, and he gets there so fast. The Kaiser doesn't even have a chance to make a play. Wow. I saw that. I swear to God, the last thing I'm going to say is that Chris Collinsworth and Al Michaels did not get as excited as that moment deserved when Aaron Rodgers pulled off that comeback. 
Yeah, they can't get excited. They've about seen it. too much. Exactly. They they saw the Beckham catch and they're like, we're never going to see anything again. Yeah, that's true. Chris <laughs> Collinsworth is just like. And when everything starts coming down on Aaron Rodgers, number seventeen is usually the guy he's looking for. Wow. Ah, uh, poor. Tell you what. <laughs> Don't count out Rodgers. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm losing my mind over yeah. here. Let's, let's I still love him. I still love him. <laughs> Bears down one with the ball. I love him. I still I love him. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're we'll have great. you on the podcast anytime, time. We're going to have you on the podcast anytime. Yeah, but what a game. What a performance. Uh, let's, uh, let's move along, and it's going to be a bit of a speed round going into the second down where we are going to talk about the biggest takeaways from uh, some of our favorite games of the week. Charlie, I'll let you take the first one. I will come in with the second. Absolutely. Before I get started, we just need to get maybe a sponsor for this segment. We can start uh, get some advertising going. <laughs> well, um, let's let's put it out there. This is uh, this is open open space, a, a blank yeah. billboard for anyone who wants to. Yeah, Squarespace. For the, for the key takeaways. Meundies, we're listening. Meundies, Gillette. Yeah. Uh, but I want to start this week following an awesome preseason of Hard Knocks with my boy, Bake, Shake and Bake. Uh, one of my favorite stats, probably I've seen in, in the NFL, and they come up with some absolute crackers in the NFL. Um, at 0-0-1, the Browns are off to their best start since 2004. Wow. Let's I give mean, a round of applause. Let's that's, get that's some applause to celebrate. in I there. I think that is very, an exciting achievement for Hugh Jackson and the Dogs. Yeah, it is, it is great that they didn't lose. Um, I, I, the Steelers, for people who caught the game, had six turnovers. Yeah. Uh, really couldn't have given away the game more. <laughs> and they tried. Yet, they really did they try. They did their best. They're like, look, yeah. we, we want to start in a hole. We want to overcome some adversity. We know Cleveland need a win. It's in the dog pound. Hugh Jackson needs a win for his for his job. I honestly think they would have been better off losing that game. Uh, like uh, like <laughs> a need- tie, it's like you just could not get the job done no matter yeah. what. They, oh. need, they need the passion for the AFC Championship in New England <laughs> when they go down 45 to 14. But just to set the, get, just to set the scene, this was one of the, one of the most the, like one of the most Cleveland Browns performances of the year. Okay, So household name, linebacker Joe Sherbert picking off Ben Roethlisberger with 20, se- 20 seconds left in a ruthless overtime and returning it all the way to the Pittsburgh 10-yard line, essentially setting up a chip shot for kicker Zane Gonzalez. However, Browns defensive end Miles Garrett called back for a block in the back penalty, sending the kicker back to the 31-yard line. It's piss and rain. The Steelers blocked the field goal, and the Browns have to live with the draw. Is that not the most Cleveland game it's, you've ever heard of? In it's, life? I mean, look, uh, the the fact that it wasn't a loss makes it not so much a Cleveland game. But yeah. I, you're right. Anything that could go wrong did go wrong for the yep. Cleveland Browns. I thought their defense played really well, mm. uh, considering they're going against what is meant to be a pretty high-powered Steeler offense. But, um, I mean, Tyrod Taylor, you know, 15 completions, 40 attempts. It's not yeah, great. That's, 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 that's kind of Tyrod Ty production, though. Like, Yeah, well, I mean, it is funny. Like, Tyrod only started for – like, he wasn't meant to start for the Bills when he started for the Bills. Yeah. Like, he was a backup in uh, Baltimore, I think. Makes his way over to the Bills, kind of steals the starting job, and then he comes to the Cleveland Browns, and everyone thinks yep. he's like this legendary QB. Thank God we yep. finally have a quarterback. Uh, you know, maybe he's not – as great as we thought after hard knocks. We'll wait and see. We'll wait and see. I think uh, I also obviously love Denzel Ward on uh, on the Cleveland Browns side of the defense side of the ball and Jabril Peppers. Jabril Peppers, he made some plays when it counted. Um, obviously, he'd be, he'd be concerned for the Steelers. I mean, I feel like the absence of Bell really did show through. I mean, I know James Conner is, is a steady back. Oh, dude, he didn't know. He's more uh, than steady. He played pretty well. Like, he had 135 yards, two touchdowns. Yeah, I'm just saying, though, like in the passing game as well, you know, he, he, he struggled. <laughs> Uh, but I think uh, I'm keen to see what happens. <laughs> okay, maybe I didn't see that one. But I'm keen, I'm keen to see what happens uh, with this Le'Veon Bell holdout. Uh, so that's going to be interesting to see. Okay, he had five receptions okay, moving for on 57 to yards. Cowboys. Catch- moving on. James, <laughs> moving on. We don't need to see that. I'm just the saying, Le'Veon game. Bell, maybe he's got to be our, worried. Our fans want to hear the games. They don't want to hear this. <laughs> I'm not sure about this Connor guy. He just had, it was clearly the best stealer on the field. <laughs> I'm not sure about it. I don't know about it, mate. I don't know about Bill. I'm back. No, let me take the next one, mate. Ah, here we go. Um, uh, Philly was, beating the Falcons. No, well, I mean, just <laughs> nothing major to take away from Philly against the Falcons. Um, obviously, Nick Foles was Nick Foles. He's already had the highs. We just need like 17 weeks of lows. I think we should be saving Nick Foles for the playoffs, to be honest. Keep him on the bench. 
just rest him like New England rests Gronk, and they don't let him kind of injure himself during the regular season. I think we should have Nick Foles on the bench, wait for the NFC Championship. That's when we get him up and about. Um, Start listening minutes ago. That's all I'm saying. So keep him, uh, keep him rested. Nelson Aguilar, also a great backup QB. One pass for 15 yards. Nick Foles catching the catch that Brady the same, dropped. The same Super Bowl play. Yeah. Took yeah. that one out of their playbook. The Philly Philly. Yeah, the Philly special. The Philly. Uh, they call this one the Philly Philly. It's a new. Oh, it's a really? New down. Yeah. Only thing. Sweet, uh, sweet Philly Philly. Only major takeaway I had was uh, Matt Ryan not looking great. Yeah, 12 points, but against that Philly D, you know, in a hostile environment. But I think... Uh, but they just can't seem to do anything in the red zone. They had the same issue against us last year. Yeah, surprisingly, they went to Julio multiple times. The I think kid, uh, I think literally three, uh, two or three times in the last three or four plays. And uh, obviously, he caught that ball out of bounds to finish the game off. But uh, yeah, they, I don't know. They just didn't look too good. They didn't get Mohamed Sanu going that much, I didn't feel like. Um, no, they didn't. And I just think... He had four catches, 18 yards. like Yeah, this. exactly. And I don't know how the running game was. Devontae Freeman, how did he go for rushes? Uh, Freeman, six rushes, 36 yards. Yeah, no, they, exactly. they didn't really get much going because they yeah. meant... Uh, Atlanta Falcons are meant to have this like great offense and they've yeah. got all these different weapons. I mean, um, yeah. But who, who was that number one draft pick that uh, they... Ridley. Calvin Ridley. Yeah. Uh, he didn't have a catch. Yeah. I don't know. I think they're too reliant on Julio Jones. Yeah, he had 169 yards, 10 receptions, but yeah. they got to get I Tony mean, Gonzalez get active in the, yeah. in the red zone. <laughs> get him, I get got, him off Fox Sports One. They got to give him some love. Yeah, uh, they're just not showing the. That's just, that's just not what I'm get saying. Get him off. Speak for yourself. Exactly. And uh, get him on the field. Get him um, on, yeah. yeah all right. That was the Thursday game. I didn't want to spend too much time on it. I just thought uh, a team to watch are the Atlanta Falcons. I, I don't know. Uh, a lot of people were talking them, talking them up, thinking they might be yeah. Super Bowl favorites. I, it's a tough NFC South. I just yeah. think it's going to be a dogfight for them. Yeah, well, now with Fitzmagic, but we will address that later. Yeah. Um, I want to move on to the high-powered Dallas Cowboys offense, generating eight total points in their loss to Carolina. Eight to 16 was the final score with the all-star commentary of Troy Aikman, of course. Um, now, several NFL analysts, including Deion Sanders, have stated the Cowboys have issues on offense which simply are not fixable now that, obviously, Des Bryant has been cut. They've lost that kind of big-time receiver to look for. They've got Butler, obviously, at wide out. They've got Cole Beasley, who's kind of a poor man's Wes Welker. There's no Jason Witten. He's gone to Monday Night Football. And now they've got this new tight end called Greg Swain. Sorry, Jeff Swain, who sounds like a 70s country rock singer at a <laughs> pub in Illinois. So I'm kind of thinking, you know, Zeke had 15 carries for 69 yards, but that's still not the kind of Zeke that we're used to seeing, especially in that season when they went 13-3. and three. Well, I just don't think that 15 carries is enough. Shouldn't he be yeah. getting 20, 25? He's on a rookie contract as well. Like, get this man the ball. Just yeah. get him out there. Who cares about the wear and tear? He's your best offensive player. He can't only touch the ball 15 times. Uh, yeah. I mean, well, how many how many pass attempts they have? 29. I guess they just didn't weren't on... Um, Went on offense enough, clearly. Well, I think they're trying to now. I think with, the ball. with Zeke being absent a little bit more, they're trying to establish this passing game. And I just think it isn't coming out as well as they would have liked. I think Dak Prescott is being forced to make more throws more consistently. And he's just not getting that kind of offense that he had, obviously, when Zeke was doing so well on the ground and pound. So I just feel like now that they're really struggling for points. It was really painful to watch. And even you know, the great Troy Aikman, he was crying in the booth. You could tell. <laughs> Watching this offense, My up eight. Eight goddamn points. My favorite part of the whole game was every time that they would cross to Jerry Jones in the box. Yeah. Just thinking, like, why am I still paying Jason Garrett? <laughs> you can just see it in his eyes. He's like, dude, I've got, like, four good summers left. All right? I've got four good summers, and I'm not going to spend it watching Jason Garrett clap along the sideline. Yeah, the clapper, the spitter. Um, I mean... The clap and spit. Uh, any, anything to take away from the Panthers in this game? Their defense looked great. And, uh, I mean, I, I, you know, we're oh, both big fans of Cam. Defense looks great. I know, we're fans Damn. of Cam. Um, and I like when Cam's good. I love that 2015 oh, yeah. season. It's, it's awesome. 100%. It's awesome. Makes everyone feel better about themselves when Cam is playing yeah, well. Yeah, I sleep better at night knowing Devin Funches is getting good receptions. <laughs> and uh, I think uh, it's an exciting time to be a Carolina fan. Christian McCaffrey, obviously, is a nice piece. Yeah, he's um, looking good. But that day, you know, you can look like a 2015, uh, the 2014 Seahawks when you've got uh, – when you're facing Dak Prescott throwing the ball. So I think that I wouldn't look too much into this game. Um, but, is, there, uh, is there potential? I don't know if there's a if there's a line out there that we can bet on, but for Cam Newton to have more rushing yards than Christian McCaffrey. Because Christian McCaffrey, a lot of receiving yards, not yeah. a lot of rushing. 
And in this game, Cam Newton has already had more attempts and more yards than McCaffrey. Yeah, I so think we write that down. Uh, that could That's be. That could be. Because they almost look like they just, don't, they just don't give a shit about his health. I mean, well, Cam doesn't, but he's a beast. I yeah. don't think he gets hurt. I mean, like he, he, he snaps his neck every second play. And he's just going for these Superman dives, like on on the back. In, in the preseason, he was yeah. flipping on I his know. head. So he's just like, yeah. Um, so that's definitely one to keep an eye on um, in terms of betting. I wouldn't look too much into it for the Panthers. I think that, uh, like you said, the NFC South it's pretty competitive. Obviously, with Fitz Magic and the Falcons, still with heaps to prove. So you know, it was a necessary win for the Panthers. But I'm just, you know, it's, it's a long way to go for this Dallas Cowboys team. I can't see them making the playoffs even after one week. I just think the NFC East is too strong. Yeah, I look, I, that, I, I, don't know. I mean, you know, the Washington team was looking all right. Yeah. Um, I think Alex Smith is going to be pretty good. Mm. The Giants are always pesky, and Philadelphia is so yep. deep. It yep. just it just seems like they need more. They need something more on offense. I was thinking, oh, will Alan Hearns be able to produce? Yeah, uh, you know, he was, he was pretty good in Jacksonville. They need some they need some options on the perimeter. I don't know, man. I mean, yep. maybe they can get on the phone to Des. You know, we we Des, oh, we need uh, someone who can't get separation. Can you? Well, if yeah, if you didn't see the tweets throughout the game, Des was actually tweeting consistently, calling offensive line coach Scott Linehan garbage, <laughs> and then he then retweeted uh, Dave Ross's tweet from Joe Sports, stating that if the Dallas Cowboys still had Des, they would win today. He responded with fact. Uh, so he clearly thinks he is the answer in Dallas. Uh, <laughs> oh, he's still man. yet to be signed by the Browns. But <laughs> uh, uh, I'm waiting for a better offer. It's like, dude, it's come and gone. I think um, moving on to the next game uh, and on point, Baltimore are sneaky happy they didn't sign Dez and they got Michael Crabtree. He was looking pretty oh, absolutely. good. Absolutely. He's back to the 2012 Niners days. I think he, he caught a sorry, couple of balls. Sorry, receiver late Crabtree. Had sorry, a touchdown. You, you tried me. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, he looked good. I mean, Joe Flacco uh, playing lights out like it's the 2012 playoff. For God's sake. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Like, where's this guy been $120 million ago? It's been six years. Uh, I mean, a lot of people were talking about the fire that was lit under Joe Flacco's like, ass <laughs> when they uh, they brought in Lamar Jackson, the first rounder. Um, more equivalent to out a bar. Louis, uh, more equivalent where, to a bar Louisville. Candle. But, yeah, Louisville. Um, yeah, I, I think, know he uh, played great, but is this good Ravens or bad Bills, Charlie? Terrible Bills every day of the week. You put me out on Gosh's paddock throwing against that Bills defense. I look like Tom Brady. Now, and, slow uh, down. I don't. I don't want anyone bad mouthing. Uh, what, what are you talking Nathan about? Nathan Peterman in this building. <laughs> okay. He's benched. He was benched in. Was it the first quarter, or the second quarter? I think it was the second quarter. Has he played a full game yet? I or has think he so. only played two games in which he's been benched both times? He could be the only player ever to actually not a starting quarterback to never finish a game. Um, but there should actually be some bets on when Nathan Peterman gets benched. That would be that would be phenomenal. Number of picks and time in benched. Uh, that is something I would get behind. Like on each game in fourth down. Yeah, you got to make a you got to make a punt on. on Absolutely. Right, he's like, oh, okay. Well, he's got two series, uh, maybe three, three. That's, that's three interceptions. It's just unbelievable. I mean, I don't know what Sean McDermott, the head coach of the Buffalo Bills, sees in Nathan Peterman, <laughs> but it's clearly something better than the rest of us. Because I uh, told you, it's a marketing ploy. They're trying to just do that. So they say we started Peterman, then they're just going to bring Josh Allen in. We're like, we gave Peterman a shot. He's a dud. Now we can just play Allen for the rest of the Or year maybe they're trying to lower, lower the Bills fans' expectations mm. to such depths mm. that no matter what Josh Allen does, it is perceived as great quarterback play. What confused me the most, either, Charlie, either way, yeah. is that like, yep, everyone's been saying this is like they've got a bad offensive line, which means the quarterback is getting hurried. He's, he can't do anything. So we're going to protect Josh Allen. I'm like, great. I'm on board. Cool idea. Problem with that is they put Josh Allen out there <laughs> after Peterman stank it up and they're down by like 20 or 30 at this point. I, I, I don't understand it. I don't know it's what's showing... happening with the Bills. I can't see them winning a game. Maybe they sneak two to five wins. You can't see him winning a game. Well, they'll, they'll win, like, they'll win games, but you know what I mean? It's just yeah. like you can't. Yeah. I would never bet on the Bills. No, absolutely not. Like, I yeah, wouldn't... of course. It's the NFL. They'll, they'll probably beat New England at some point. But, yeah, um, in week nine. But I just, you know, they're the kind of team. You're just like, where, where is the production coming from? Yeah. It's, it's certainly not Kelvin Benjamin. Um, yeah, was Kelvin playing? Did he get a run? He got a run. He got one reception for 10 yards. See, that's production, baby. That's why uh, Carolina, they're going to miss him. Even LaShawn McCoy was pretty quiet. I mean, he's on the wrong side of 30 now. Slim seven. Shady. Seven attempts, 22 yards. But let me say, and I've been talking about this for a few weeks I've been now, Charlie. this whole segment talking about the Bills. I am, I am on board with the Baltimore Ravens. I am on the wagon. Allow me to hitch. They or, or are win over the Bills. Now, allow me to suggest this. I think you and I, you know, we've made it clear in the start of the, in the, start of the show, you and I both go for NFC teams. I think mm. we should both pick 
a second team to hitch our wagon to. Patriots. You can't be the Patriots. It's got to be one of these sneaky, like, sort of uh, teams that are assumed to go, like, eight and eight, right? Yeah. But you yep. think you're going to do better. Yeah. I would like to propose that I hitch my wagon to either the the Ravens, maybe mm. the Ravens. Who, who would you go for? I want to see who gets who does better. That's interesting. I feel uh, like there's a like there's a team out there that like you don't think the Ravens are going to be good this year, right? No, I think they're terrible. I, I, I think there there must be a team that you think is going to do well that I think is going to be terrible. Yep. And we uh, okay. Just, well, let's go through them. Uh, I don't think the Chargers. I don't think if they're going to be a, a good team, they'd be like a twelve and four, eleven and five. I don't think they're that eight and eight kind of team for me. Yeah, I feel like, like the Chargers because I went for them as well. Hurts. Um. So I think for me, the AFC team. I mean, I like. I actually do like the Bengals. I think the Bengals are going to be good. Okay. So it can't be that. So that's frustrating. Yeah. See, the Chiefs are going to be too good. Chiefs too good. Around the Chiefs, the Titans. I just. I, just, I don't I think Houston's going to be good. Oh, I think Houston's going to be unreal. Okay, I will hitch yeah. my wagon to Baltimore. You hitch okay. your wagon to Houston. We should put a bet on something for which team has, about, a, has, a, better, make, has about, a better record. To make the playoffs. Or who, who has yeah, a better sure, record? I'll take the playoffs in the AFC South. I'll take that with Texans. Sure. Why not? Oh, uh, yeah. I get it. Uh, yeah, I'll take that. Yeah, I'll take that. Yeah. Okay. Let's, yeah. Uh, no, let's see who has a better record. Uh, better record. Yeah, yeah, better record. Better record. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't think about that. Yeah. Anyway, that's, but that's all I'm saying. I, I, okay. like, I like the Ravens. They're pesky. Yep. Uh, I like John Harbour. I think he's a good coach. Yep. I like their defense. Uh, there's a lot to like about this Ravens team. Uh, not okay. their receivers, but everything else. Okay, so you like their receivers. Don't love um, their receivers. I don't think, you know, Willie Sneed's not going to, you know, get yeah. me over the line. I like the idea of John Brown coming out. I think he's going to be good. Who's that? Um, you know, he used to play for the Cardinals. He was good oh, that year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That year when they had, like, Floyd Brown and... and Caught a few deep balls from yeah. Carson. And Fitzgerald, who, God bless him, is still playing this game for that terrible franchise. Great, a great serviceman. Um, okay, you go with the Ravens. That's fine. I'm not going to prevent Houston, you from Texans, taking them. You go with the Houston Texans. We'll see. We'll see who gets further. I just yeah, think sure. as soon as Deshaun Watson goes down, inevitably. Oh, don't be so rude. That's horrible. I don't think that's I, terrible. With that offensive line, you know, who, who's going to hold that poor guy you up? You just want people to go down. You just don't care. I don't want them to go down, Charlie. It's just the reality of the game. Yeah, okay. So he's going to do his ACL again. Okay, I'm just okay. I don't, that's, wanna, that's, I don't that's wish that on you. I don't wish it on anyone. But I touch wood. Yeah. I just don't think Houston are, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's a the, the, the Ravens. It, the Ravens beat the Bills. You know, it's a gamble. Seven, and they're the real deal. It's, <laughs> it's good. It's exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll look into it too much. Let's move on now. I'm buying in. Okay, you're buying in. Let's move on to. Uh, they did exactly what they should okay, do against we'll the bad on. team. We're moving on. To, Unlike the Saints, we're moving on to Post Malone, Patrick Mahomes. Oh. Uh, what a jet! Uh, he stunned the Chargers in their home opener in Week One. Ruining my multi, going bananas, <laughs> throwing for 15 for 27, 256 and four TDs. And I tell you what, this guy's a real deal. I watched some of his throws and he's just an absolute gunslinger. So to Tyreek Hill, Tyreek had 169 yards, two touchdowns. The Chargers had zero answers for them on, I mean, on defense. I like this Chiefs team, man. I like I the combination of Andy Reid and Mahomes. Travis Kelsey was, you know, one for six and six yards. And they're in a division which is always up for grabs. We saw the Raiders today, what they did against the Rams. They're going to be an absolute basket case. The Chargers, you absolutely never know. I wouldn't put them in my multi next week against the Bills. And then you've got the Broncos, you know, yeah. Case Keenum. I'm not making a case for him. It's over to you, Zach. Oh, that's yeah. A, that's, that's a sensational AFC West wrap-up. But this <laughs> Mahomes kid, I mean, we've got to be mutual on this one. This is this is an exciting kid. I couldn't agree more. I was uh, I was curious to see Patty Mahomes, obviously, um, you know, big gamble trading away Alex Smith, who played so well for them last yeah. year. You know, the, he's got this reputation of being quite a conservative check-down quarterback. Traded him to the Redskins. Turned out to be what what seems to be a great decision for Andy Reid and the Kansas City Chiefs. He looked like a beast out there. He's mm. definitely got, he's got the strongest arm in the league. Mm. Like, oh my god! Do you see some of those, yeah, the, some of those, those deep passes? Balls. He was slinging, yeah. had four touchdowns on the day. Two of them should just purely be attributed to Tyreek Hill, the yeah. fastest man in the league. Yeah, my God, he's. I mean, is he a top five receiver or what? Absolutely, he's off to the races. He caught a slant ball, I think, in midfield, and he just made everyone else look stupid. It is ridiculous. I love watching him yeah. play. I think these Chiefs are going to be a fun team to watch, yeah. especially because their defense isn't great, which means they're going to be slinging it. Yeah, just consistently. I feel like that's no no problem for Andy Reid whatsoever. So I think this is yeah. I mean, definitely a team to watch. We didn't, we didn't, and you didn't even really see the run game get off to that. You know, that, that greater rhythm that they had last year. Kareem yep. Hunt had like 49 yards or so, which is fine. 
Yep. But um, I think this we were robbed of a pretty close game. If Philip Rivers' receivers didn't keep dropping every <laughs> ball, <laughs> dropping balls, that just landed in their chest, it was it was unbelievable. I'm like, how? Has how Phillip much can Rivers, this guy take? Yeah, his his heart. How's he not had an aneurysm? Yeah. it's a panic attack. Yeah, I mean the guy can't catch a break. I, I I mean we we were talking about this before the season started. How much we wanted to see Philip Rivers get a win, yeah. just like last year. People were excited about this Chargers team saying how much talent it has, how defensively they've got great structures, they've got a good team. Offensively, heaps of weapons. Philip Rivers is yeah. a veteran. He's been playing lights out for years. However, just like last year, special teams let them down, and so did their receiving call. So I, I don't know what to make of the Chargers. I mean, they, they're a good yeah. team, but they're unreliable, and they should stay out of anyone's multi. Absolutely. That is, stay, the, that is the number one rule. Of the San Diego yeah. Chargers. You never put them in there. Which the is LA wild. Charges. Yeah, sorry. Oh, the, there we go. What was the over-under on that? The over-under, um, yeah. But I think, uh, yeah, you steer clear of them. I mean, I'm not looking too much into this one. It, the Chiefs were a solid team. and it, you know, it was, I think 38-28 did flatter the Chargers a little bit. I think they're a little bit further away from this game than most people, um, than the scoreboard suggested. But I think the Chargers, you know, I think they're going to be a, a, a viable team in the AFC, kind of 10-6. No, they're, they're still 11-5. They're big, big wild-card chance can still win the division. It's week one. Like, yeah. let's be real. I mean, yeah. There's going to be so many things that happen in week one that we are overreacting to and are going to laugh our ass off. Yep. You know. Absolutely. It was like when the Patriots lost the first game last year and we thought the Brady-Belichick era was over. Absolutely. Against the, Again, against the Chiefs. If there's one thing the Chiefs can do, it is win September football. Remember when An- um, Alex well, they, Smith they looked berserk. like the MVP? Yeah. For four weeks? Yeah. And then they trade him at the end of the season. Yeah, I don't know. I just anticipate 4-0 and for the Chiefs. I'm yep. calling, I don't know what their schedule looks like. But I just know that Andy Reid loves September football. Yep. Something about the sun being out. I and mean, why as, wouldn't you love it? And then as soon as January comes around, they just lose all sight of what go, they're doing. All right, uh, you know. But I mean, uh, maybe this yeah. maybe this Patrick Mahomes thing is going to work out pretty well. Red shirted yeah. for a year, looked to be yeah. a great decision. He I looks just love, fresh. I love the I love the jersey. I love the helmet. I love the colors. Everything about the Chiefs. So he's got a great uh, the Chiefs great uniform. Yeah, but. Patrick Mahomes, great haircut, yeah. great name, yeah. great swagger. Yeah. It's everything you want in a franchise yeah. quarterback. I, 100%. I, I'm all about him. I, I, I think we're both, like many people on the Chiefs bandwagon, I hope they go far. Yep. I hope they do too. Dude, let's talk about some of the Monday night football games. Um, huge, cheeky double header. So let's start with Jets, Detroit. And my God, uh, was I worried and laughing my ass off when Sam Darnold threw a pick six. <laughs> For his first throw in the NFL. Yeah. I literally, I put my hands on my head. I stood up. I'm like, it's the Jets. It's the curse of the Jets. Get Josh McCown out there. What are you doing? I saw the play literally unfolding, and he was kind of running across the right side of the field. Yeah. And he throws his absolute bomb. It was one of those throws, Charlie. I I watched it, and I thought, that is what I would do on Madden. Yeah. And think to myself, ah, fucking idiot. Why would I do that? A triangle. I clicked the wrong button. Damn it. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to reset the game. Right. And I swear, I, I bet Donna was thinking, the poor guy's 21 years old. He's in uh, a hostile environment. Yep. The D- Detroit fans haven't been let down yet by Matt Patricia. They think they yep. might be good this year. They're going nuts. Pick six. I'm thinking, oh, this poor kid, right? He's, yep. he's down in the dumps now. There's no way he's going to be able to come back from this. How, how do you psychologically... Um, Recover, but yep. you know, I mean, he's twenty-one years old. Yeah. Then they go on to steamroll them forty-eight seventeen, and Sam Darnold looks like Sam the Savior. I mean, yeah, he only had twenty-one attempts, sixteen completions, but a couple of touchdowns, a couple hundred yards. Couple of that's what you want. He's exactly. a, he's a rookie. He looks great. He had a pick six and he recovered. Exactly. I think that's what that's the thing about this kid. He's got absolute resilience. I think uh, you know this is this is a guy you can build your franchise around, and he made the Jets look like a decent team, which is an incredibly difficult thing to do considering. There was yeah. what they have gone through. It, I, I would say fifty percent Donald, fifty percent Detroit made yeah. Jets look like a good team. So yeah, Matt Patricia didn't. He couldn't couldn't translate that Patriots defense, that ruthless Patriots defense, <laughs> which kept which kept Nick Foles to forty one points in the Super Bowl <laughs> last year. Essentially, an offensive clinic going back and forth. One of the worst Super Bowls I've seen. Um, Probably. didn't even come close to the Packers Steelers 2010 Super Bowl. Did you but I think that that, uh, that you know, yeah, back to Donald. I just think you know to throw a pick six on your first play. I me watching, I'm just like Jesus, Dave. What are you doing? Just give it up. And he just consistently came back and exposed Detroit for I think what they really are. I mean, people start to think, oh no, Detroit are pretty good. Stafford's on this massive contract. Matt Patricia coming in. I think Detroit are garbage. And I think they it was fantastic to see them on Monday Night Football get embarrassed by this new Jets team. 
48-17. That is a blowout. That is a clinic. Well, your old and man. And I love watching you be an NFC North guy. Does your old man go for Detroit? He lo- yeah, he's, he's just he just converted Detroit. It just went. No, but he came. He was a Mad Jets fan up to 2016, and he moved to Detroit because he liked staff and he liked the colors. He liked the color. I'll tell you what, mate. Well, tell yeah. him to re- re- return that Ford Falcon yeah, or whatever he's got to do. And uh, get back on the Jets bandwagon because yep. this is not a good time to be going for Detroit. I don't want to overreact. I like um, I like uh, Golladay, their receiver. Golladay, or he's got a great name. Drew Holiday uh, plays for the Pelicans. Not Drew Holiday. New Orleans Pelicans. Um, I think it's uh, I can't remember. Golladay. K K Golladay. Kenny Golladay. Yeah, Kenny Golladay. had seven receptions for 114 yards. Okay, he looked pretty good. Who yeah. didn't look good was Matt Stafford. He had four interceptions, a bad Jesus. pick six. What is Darrell Reeves still playing for the Jets? What's uh, going uh, on? Yeah, there? I, I've got no idea, man. The the Jets defense was actually looking pretty good by the end of the game. Um, who had the picks? Uh, some some guy Darren Lee had a couple of picks. Um, Tremaine Johnson, I think, had the pick six. And, he's a good uh, player. He's a great player. Came over from the uh, from the Rams. Good pick. Great pick up for the Jets. Yep. And uh, look, I mean, they look fantastic. I was a bit worried about Detroit because they hung their head after a yep. while. They just, it looked like they didn't want to be on the field. And I was looking at the scoreline thinking, surely this game's almost over. They had a whole nother quarter to go. And they mm. played like it. They played like a team <laughs> that were just waiting for this bloodbath to end. It was, it's uh, one of those teams that just sucks every year. It just if you know there's I mean? one consistent, like, like, but no, they'll tease you with like a seven and nine season and you think they're on the way up. And like, yeah, they might go ten and six, yeah. or they might go six and ten, and then yeah. it's just that that just that brutal bell curve of mediocrity. It would, it would be an awful team to support. Um, yeah, so sorry to you, to your old man. Old man. That's, um, that's it's a tough one. And, Hopefully, and, they and, bounce back next week. You know, they've, they've. I mean, people were hyping them before the season for a reason, and yep. uh, I, I, I think I'm with you. I wouldn't go as far to call them trash, but I do just get that seven and nine, eight and eight vibe from this Matt Patricia team. And well, uh, that uh, defense was, yeah. I don't know, they, they, they were pretty, they, and the offense, just the whole team was just yeah. sad by the end. The special teams, um, just quickly, Andre Roberts deserves a shout-out coming over from the uh, Redskins he used to play for. Yeah, uh, yeah he, he, was, he was all over the field returning kickoffs for touchdowns, punts for touchdowns. Well, for the Lions or the Jets? For the Jets. Uh, for the Jets. Uh, good on him. It's, it's a viable AFC's threat to Tom Brady. Sorry, just um, a punt return for a touchdown, but still, that's oh, pretty okay. impressive. He's averaging 45 yards on the no, it'd be good. three. It'd be good for an AFC East team to come within five wins of, of the Pats this year to give them sorry, a little bit AFC, of competition. NFC. You mean NFC? I'm talking about the Jets. Oh, the Jets, sorry. Um, right. yeah. I'm saying that you know the Jets could present a bit of a formidable force, kind of that 6-10 and 10 range finishing clear second in the AFC East. Hey, let's not sleep on Miami. Of, hey, yeah, let's not sleep on the... <laughs> yeah, thunder and lightning down in Miami. Uh, <laughs> it was not just in the clouds. Well, it's funny you mentioned that. They play them week two. Miami's going to the Jets. So that's gonna be a, that's gonna be a cracking AFC matchup to watch for. And uh, the Lions, are Sam Darnold playing off against who the Jets hope he does not evolve into. Pretty much, Ryan Tannehill. And then you got the Lions going to Jimmy G, going to see the San Francisco 49ers coming off a loss to the Vikings. So uh, they're gonna get a good old tune up, and I can't wait to see it. Some exciting games. Uh, moving on to uh, the final game. Oh, oh, oh! If it's magic, <laughs> the final game we're gonna talk about. You know, we don't need to talk about the game. We talk about Fitzmagic. Um, this was Tampa Bay, not a beatdown because the Saints scored forty points, but putting a forty-eight burger on my just, on my boy Drew Brees. Uh, I mean, and just in this, the, in the, the Saints in the defense that uh, people had such a heart on for last year. They, they couldn't believe the draft they had. They yeah. traded up. Uh, uh, to the Packers spot in the most recent draft to pick up that defensive lineman who was supposed to be a beast. Mm. And then a team that a lot of people had pegged for potentially the first pick in the draft, these Tampa Bay Buccaneers with Dirk, Dirk Cutter. Yeah, Dirk Cutter. He's at $7 for um, coach most likely for, fired. I, I was well, going to put a 50 on him, but I think this is really... Slow down. This is set it back. Just I put think, that back on yeah, Hugh Jackson. Yeah, Hugh Jackson trains, getting a lot of action. Yeah. Big if you can't win a game after six turnovers, <laughs> you're out of the door. But, uh, oh, no, Sean McDermott, he'll get some love as well. But I think... Yeah, uh, they'll stick it's around. It's kind of like, you know, we're shit. You can't blame the coach. Yeah, exactly. We're, we're doing a reset. <laughs> Despite the fact we made the playoffs last year. Oh, look, I don't understand what's going on with the Bills. But sorry, back to Fitzmagic. Back to Fitzmagic. He completed 75% of his passes, 417 yards and four TDs. Two of those to Deshaun Jackson. Reminiscent of his days in Philly from your boy Vic's vapor drops. And, you know, he looked awesome, man. He was he was incredible. Throwing, making all these great throws. And I just think that... Uh, I don't know if this is an overreaction, but I think that the Bucks uh, are going to be a lot better than we think. 
how think they're going to be. Better? I think they're going to be kind of your six and ten, seven and nine. I had them pegged at about four and twelve, three thirteen type setup, but I think they're going to be closer to to the five hundred mark. I think they just caught the the Saints napping. Oh. I think they're still a bad team. Oh. I don't know what happened. I don't know why Deshaun Jackson was playing like it was twenty ten. Yeah. I don't know why Mike Evans suddenly decided to to be a big time receiver yep. again. Yeah. But. Summon some magic in the air down in Tampa Bay. Absolutely. Huge matchup next week going into Philly. Battle of the two best backups in the league, clearly. <laughs> I mean, this is uh, this is exciting. What does this mean for Jameis Winston, Charlie? Oh, he'll never play again. <laughs> I mean, if his magic keeps us up. Uh, if, he, if he beats the Eagles next week, hypothetically, how do you start Jameis? You can't. He can't. Not at least for this year. Two and fourteen is 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 satisfactory for the Bucks. Exactly. You're like, we'll lose every game from here, but yeah. like we just, you know, fits magic in the air. Yeah. yeah but he does fit. this, right? He has a great, great season for um the Jets a yeah. couple of years ago. Yeah. Then he has a stinker. Mm. Now he comes back, he's off to a flyer. It's like yeah. did you know he's Harvard educated as well? He's a Harvard student. I didn't know that. They never talk about that in the broadcast. No, they don't. Uh, that's 478 a, yards of four, four, yeah, touchdowns four touchdowns for Brian Fitzpatrick. Out-dueled Drew Brees. The great D. Brees, who you know, many had the Saints in the NFC cha- as the NFC champion this year. And, uh, you know, I couldn't believe the result. A guy, uh, and also another fan of the NFL, um, used to work with at the pub. He had uh, a four-leg multi and had, you know, three legs, which were pretty successful. I think pretty consistent picks. I think he had the Pats and, you know, the Broncos. And his last one, he didn't account for Fitzmagic. And you do can't not, do that. You can't sleep on Fitzmagic. Exactly. You just don't know. Yeah, do right? it. That's two of, two of the key rules I've learned from multis this week. You don't go to the charges and you don't underestimate Fitzmagic. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, I, I, don't just, think, I don't think the Eagles are a lock for next week just yet. Yeah. I'm looking at the Bucks. I think that's a nice home game. Um, I think that's a nice little uh, comfortable Watch bet. Watch out. Watch nice out. little comfortable leg. Super Bowl, Super Bowl defending champions uh, going into. Right. Fitzmagic. Yeah. Fitzmagic. The, the the magic room yeah, what, the, the magic, magic what do we what do we want to call that the, the magic magic carpet rod the, the magician's den the yeah. magician never reveals the secrets yep. the, the magic man moving on to third <laughs> down third down we are going to be talking about some of the overreactions the underreactions where things are just right and our predictions for the games next week Charlie are the San Diego Chargers uh, are we overreacting to them are they still a good team absolutely we are I think Patrick Mahomes he got a little bit of fire in his first start and uh, you know they didn't really plan too well for Tyreek Hill and I think that uh, they're going to rebound this week against the Bills they got a nice little tune-up game it should be a 45 burger for Phillip Rivers and uh, like I said before an AFC West which is incredibly up in the air at the moment I just think uh the Chargers are too good to let this season go. They let the, probably the last four or five seasons go, giving up absolutely relevant games. Yeah. But I think uh, I think they're going to be just fine. Um, uh, similar sentiment, the Saints. Do you think they bounce back next week, going up against the Browns? I think they do. Uh, I, think, <laughs> I, I think at I think at home <laughs> they Mercedes will. Superdome. Uh, Mercedes beds. Uh, I think uh, Drew Brees a little bit a little bit ticked off that his legacy is in doubt. After uh, losing after the spell of Fitzmagic, and I think that uh, <laughs> I think this could be an absolute beatdown. Maybe Seriously. we call it Hogwarts. Is yeah, uh, Tampa Hogwarts. Bay Hogwarts. Hogwarts. Hogwarts Express. You can't, yeah, you can't Hogwarts stop Express. It. It's an express train to uh, the Mercedes Benz Superdome, and uh, <laughs> it will not be stopped. And um, I think, yeah, I think I think Sean Payton's going to prepare well for uh, David and Goku, and uh, you know, yeah, Josh Flash Gordon. Gordon. Flash Gordon. Yeah. I think he'll. Uh, I think he'll. He'll implement some new strategies. You got Marshawn Lattimore on the defensive side. He got pants this week, so he should be able to respond. I think the Saints get a massive win here, similar to the Chargers, and uh, get to that nice little cushy five hundred. And people are going to start talking about maybe Baker Mayfield. Maybe. Hey, well, if if either of those teams, Chargers or Saints, end up zero and two, their alarm bells going off. Surely, if you lose, uh, yeah, the- I think. I don't know. I feel like the Chargers could be zero and four. It doesn't matter. They just go on these runs. Like they could be ten and six. No, but and that's they could what, still no, make playoffs. Like, but that's what happens. They they, they go zero and four, yeah. and then they end up winning the next. Yeah. Like you know, they go they go whatever eight eight and four in the yeah. second half of the season, and then they end up eight and eight. And everyone's think, like, oh well, they'll be good next year. Yeah. It's like no, they just keep doing this. I think man. the Chargers, they're just they're so used to it. They're just like, oh shit, we're zero and three. We do this all the time. Yeah, it's it's uh, we got Phil. It's hilariously brutal. We got Phil. <laughs> <laughs> that poor guy. 
Um, a couple of quick predictions, um, games that you like, games that you think you might be uh, placing a quick punt on before we get to the fourth down and punt. Absolutely. Any, any, any locks that you're looking at this looking week? Looking at mate? this slate. I mean, I get, you get the Bengals hosting the Ravens on Thursday Night Football. For me, that's it looks pretty like a lock. I think the Red Rifles, uh, he's making some throws. I think AJ Green will do well on the big stage. So for me, uh, I'd probably say the Bengals against the Ravens. I think the There's Ravens a lock. are drinking their own bathwater post-Bills win. That's a lock for me. I mean, you look at the other slate of games. Panthers-Falcons, I wouldn't lock that in. No. Because Cam, you never know. Chargers-Bills, it's probably a lock, but you still don't know if with Phil Rivers, he could, you know, they could get a blocked field goal, the Bills. Well, you've, been, you've just been burnt by the Charges, but that was never a lock when you put the bet. I mean, an eight-leg multi, you shot yourself in the foot. Yeah, we'll I, be talking I do about agree that, with so. that. We'll discuss that. Vikings pack, nowhere near a lock. Probably your Saints-Browns, I'd definitely say so. I, oh, no, I'd, I'd say Vikings packs a lot. Lol. I would say the Vikings are definitely yeah, going to lap that up. Yeah. Easy. Are you kidding? If, if Deshaun plays or Rodgers? No, it doesn't matter who's playing. The Vikings Rogers. are a good team. Although, i got to say, Rodgers, whatever. He'll just yeah. he'll, NFC he'll North, pull it out home. of his ass. Yeah, exactly. Like, he could have both legs. He'll be in a yeah. wheelchair. Yeah. And it'll be like he'll just, just be slinging it. Oh, <laughs> Rodgers wheels out to the right. <laughs> that was good, So actually. dangerous out of the pocket. <laughs> I wrote that. Uh, Dolphins, Jets, couldn't pick that one. Chiefs, Steelers. Jesus Christ! This is this is the game where yeah the Steelers they they could go like thirty five points to twenty one and AB well, yeah AB I, I has that, like three touchdowns. I do think Big Ben is is actually sneakily the most roller coaster elite quarterback, elite oh absolutely quite quarterback yeah um that there is in the NFL. Like yeah. everyone kind of treats him in that upper middle tier, just like tickling yeah. the the top tier. But yeah, he'll have a six turnover game or. Um, he'll throw five touchdowns. It's yeah. like, it's like, dude, which which end of the pendulum? What influence he's is this? In he get into a fight he's with his wife the night before. Yeah. Like he gets all moody and he's down. He's like, oh, fuck the brain. He's almost in Eli Manning territory. Oh, well, I wouldn't go that far. Not in that class of stink, but I'm saying in regards to a level of unpredictability. Either, either I'm going to win the Super Bowl yeah, MVP. Exactly. I'm, I'm going to throw five picks against the Browns. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> big aside, dude. Eagles, Bucks. Uh, no, I wouldn't. We definitely wouldn't touch that with Fitzmagic. Oh, just, come no, on. No, come on. I can't. I can't. Not after what I saw. They're not going into not Hogwarts. And, uh, They're not going to Hogwarts. Uh, <laughs> Professor no, Fitzmagic. No, let me, let me, let me express it. Uh, Texas Titans. Jesus Christ. Give me a break. Well, and the line isn't out for that game yet because we don't know if Mariota's playing. Could yeah. be seriously injured. But yeah. I would say Delaney Walker. Yeah, huge one loss. of the best, one of the best tight ends of the league went down for the Tennessee Titans. We haven't talked about their game against Miami, which was a we weird one. We will discuss one. that in my multi analysis. Uh, but um, yeah, that's a that's a huge loss for them. Probably yep. like ne- up, he, he's not as impactful a player as Gronk, but he's super mm. important to them and what they do uh, schematically. Yep. So yeah, tough loss for the Titans. I think uh, I think for the remainders, Colts Redskins. I got the Redskins pretty favorably at home against uh, a like he did look good uh, last week against the Bengals, but I just think Alex Smith. And AP turning back the clock, running, rushing for 166. God, you love seeing it. Oh, I love seeing it. I love seeing just trucking blokes. Just there's nothing just better than the seeing, shoulder in. We have been treated in our lifetimes of watching people be elite athletes through our teens, oh, right through so, to our twenties. It's yeah. insane. Tom yeah. Brady, Roger Federer. Don't get me on this. We'll talk for two hours. But Le- Le- yeah. LeBron James, yeah. and now Adrian Peterson. Yeah, he's exactly. Still, he's still killing it. He's I don't still, know how he wasn't signed to a team earlier. Yeah. So I think uh, I think Cardinals Rams. I think. Uh, I think Rams is a lock. Oh, jeez, you'd be lucky to make any money off that. I mean, cards are garbage. Cards, cards looked really bad against the Redskins. Niners will respond uh, against the Lions. Absolute tune-up game. Raiders, Broncos couldn't pick it. Case Keenum against Derek Carr. You just never know with this kind of game. Uh, Pats, Jags. I like that a lot. Probably my game of the week. Pats, Jags. Jalen Ramsey getting some revenge. Great game. Yeah. Who, who you got? I think I got the Patriots. I think they're strong enough on offense. I think Blake Bortles can't keep up. I think. Uh, Philip Dorsett looked nice for the Pats. I don't know how the Jags coverage is going to figure him out, but uh, uh, I think they'll be able to figure out Philip yeah, Dorsett. Charlie, I think they'll, uh, they'll figure it. And uh, Giants Cowboys, this could be a nine-three job. And uh, Seahawks Bears, <laughs> Seahawks Bears, you just don't know. It's got nine-three written all, all over, over it. it. Yeah, all over it. Sunday Night Football. So basically, <laughs> what we just did for the past three minutes, Charlie, was you read out every game of the week and said you had no idea how that was going to turn out. No, I've given you. You said. <laughs> you said. What lock did you give me? You said my locks. I gave you Bengals over the Ravens at home. That's unbelievable. Chargers I... over the Bills. Oh yeah. Saints over the Browns. 
Uh, really putting yourself out on the limb. Redskins over your Colts, Rams <laughs> over Cardinals, 49ers over Lions. Redskins over Colts. That's a fair that's a fair trundle. I'd like yeah. to see you put a punt on that. So I think you put uh, you put those in one, you get for a five dollar, you probably get seven bucks back, I reckon. Yep. <laughs> around that. That's almost two coffees. Yeah, exactly right. So, you know, that's 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 a fair slate of games. Probably not the best week of games I've seen. Uh considering there's a lot of there's a lot of crap. That's a classic week two lineup. Classic week two lineup. We're Everyone's seven, still excited. Seven. Everyone's still excited about football, so we don't yeah. care. That there's no yeah. clear classic games. Look, exactly. Chiefs Steelers is going to be great. Panthers Falcons. I'm looking forward to Patriots Jags. Yeah, I think they're uh, probably the big time games. Yep. Um, moving right along to the fourth down on fourth downs, Charlie. We punt. We We're do. We're going to go for it. We're going to punt. And Charlie, you had a multi this week. Yes, that was ambitious to say the least. You are yeah. exactly who Sportsbet want. You're someone who says that I'm not going to bet on one game. I'm not going to bet on five games. I'm going to bet on an eight-leg multi. I've been following the NFL for 12 years, and you learn a bit in that time. You learn. Surely the one thing you've learned in your 12 years is that the NFL is the most unpredictable league in all of professional sports. The and more, yeah. the more you learn. I mean, the more you learn about this game, the less you know. It's like it's yeah. like the universe. Yeah, I like that. It's quite philosophical for our fourth down segment. But I think uh, for me, I kind of thought because I haven't seen. Uh, I think as the season goes on, it gets harder to pick because you a little bit you, you're kind of thinking about you know the recent games, and I think if you just go based on last year, that was kind of my rationale. Probably the worst rationale you've ever heard. It's a terrible I rationale. Went, I, I just thought to myself, based on what I've seen the preseason. It's like a, re, it's like a new slate every year. Based Sorry. on what I've seen the preseason. And last year, I went with my gut. And I picked eight solid legs. So we started off with Philly and Atlanta, right? And this was, you know, this was a pretty steady game. Well, Philly over Atlanta. Philly over Atlanta. Wait, so let, Philly to win. Give me a quick right? rundown of all your, all your, all your games. <clears throat> yeah, I'm going to go through them now. So Philly, Atlanta, Philly versus Atlanta at home. You know, Super Bowl opening night, yep. big night for Falsey. You know, Atlanta are up 10-9, and I'm kind of starting to stress out. And then, you know, I'm literally coming back for the last 10 seconds, and Philly are giving away 38 penalties, giving Matt Ryan every chance to score. So they throw to a dual Julio Jones. They go down by a point. I'm fucking laughing. That's the first That's the first one. Yep. <clears throat> then we go to Pittsburgh-Cleveland. So I'm like, this is, one of, this is one of the more secure ones. And I think you did mention this was a little bit this was a little bit sketchy. You were like, I don't know, I like the Browns, I liked them at home. I did. They I could was, pull I, off the I, upset. I liked them for the upset. Yeah, so those, the Steelers are up 21-7. So I'm like, this is, this is, this is I'm happy as, Lan- happy as Larry. This is uh, two out of eight in the bag. But Roethlisberger just kept finding ways to threaten the multi and just said, <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to throw pick after pick. Char- Charlie's got a multi. Where's Denzel yeah. Ward? <laughs> exactly. He was gonna, throwing them nonstop. I'm going to eye him down. Um, so I didn't actually realize this, but the draw continued the multi. Uh, so maybe it took off the payment or something. Um, but we digress. Moving on to the third leg, which you're also a bit skeptical about, uh, the Jags and the Giants. So I had the Jags to win. Over New York. Now, this one was never in doubt, right? The Giants kicking five field goals in four quarters of football with the best receiver in the game is something that is also never in doubt. Yeah, a bit, and, of, a, bit uh, of a head scratcher with Pat Shermer coming over from uh, the Vikings. We thought it was going to be a pretty high-powered offense. Yeah, uh, Going up against uh, one of the best defenses in the league. Let's not slow. Yeah, yeah, let's go Absolutely. So that was one of the more certain legs. So that was my three out of eight. I'm looking, I'm looking pretty good. Then I was just watching the Chargers Chiefs game in despair because I was like, the multi's gone anyway. It doesn't even matter. So Phillip Rivers, you know, classic, classic Phillip Rivers form. Um, LT coming out of retirement wouldn't have saved them. And then the rest of them all actually worked. You know, I had Broncos over Seahawks. Case Keenan was, you know, just too good for a, a tenth of the Legion of Boom. And yep. then uh, the Panthers got up with, a t- you know, they scored more than 10 points, which gets you a win over Dallas. And then the Rams put the Gruden, Gruden love to bed with a 33 to 13 pantsing. So overall, six out of eight for the week. But I think uh, I'm just going to reduce the legs for next week. And I think there's some pretty standard games I could pick. Probably oh, you, the, the initial five dollar buy-in. You're feeling pretty comfortable in that third down. I mean, yeah, tough. I wouldn't be going eight legs. I'm going to no. go three legs this week. Yeah. Um, and and see what I can see if I can find some value. Uh, so in the fourth down, Charlie, we punt. We need to put on something that's going to be a little bit interesting. Uh, for our week, see what we're feeling confident about. And uh, a few of the lines aren't out just yet at the time of recording. Um. Primarily because there's so many question marks about, around the quarterbacks, particularly Aaron Rodgers, Marcus Mariota. Um, uh, I'm not sure what the 
what they're waiting to hear about the Cardinals and Rams for. Someone must have been hurt. And Detroit, uh, San Francisco. But there's a few lines I like. Uh, I like the the uh, Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, what do you got? What you got them at? Minus one point. <clears throat> um, uh, I wouldn't mind taking the Carolina Panthers over the Atlanta Falcons plus five. Yeah, Carolina. Yeah, I feel like that's. I don't know. I think I think Carolina's got a great day. I think they can take it to them. And uh, there's something about Atlanta. I just don't like them this year, man. They can't score. Yeah, but for me, I've always looked at Carolina-Atlanta games, especially in Atlanta, and they're always kind of... I feel like Cam doesn't really shine as much as he normally does, especially at Atlanta. I think I've seen a few games recently where they've actually kind of smashed them. And you get the feeling that Atlanta on their home turf are just going to come out and just go berserk. I mean, I get that Carolina, the defense is pretty solid, but I think just in terms of a pure offensive game, uh, the Panthers are going to struggle to keep up with the Falcons for me. I, I think I think over five is a little bit too much, um, but I do like the Giants over three. I think with Dallas. I Giants think, Giants are getting three points. Yeah. So Dallas could win by three points and still you'd still win. Yeah. So I think, uh, that's why I think the Giants uh, are like probably that. more safer bet with, with Cowboys on offense. Just can't generate anything. Yeah, if they're going to win, it's going to be by like three points, exactly. right? They're not going to be just raining so down So what's that paying? Giants three points? Uh, dollar eighty six. Jesus, lock that one in. Is there is there a Philly market you can look at? I think Philly over seven at least probably. Uh, no Philly Philly minus three. What? Yeah, people like the Bucks, and now is the time to jump on the Philly bandwagon. Uh, I think they're worried about Nick Foles not being able to score. Yep. and uh, the magic that comes with uh, our boy Ryan. I mean, yeah, yeah, the Bucks plus three at two dollars. Jesus. I think they're getting three points. The Eagles, yeah, maybe we just that one. Uh, that's that's very tempting. Think about it. what about the uh, uh, that's obviously dependent on Rogers, but uh, but I would say Vikings Packers over total game points would be quite interesting. But we're, since we're just looking at just the line, I would say uh, if Rogers does play, probably Packers over at least four and a half be a safe bet. I just think considering at Lambeau, I think that's probably something to consider. Um, looking at the other games, I'm thinking here you're looking at Saints. Browns. What's the line for the Saints on this one? Uh, they've got the Saints uh, for mine at. I uh, actually can't find them. God, they've got to put the goddamn Saints. Uh, Saints minus eight against the Cleveland Browns. I, I'm assuming mm. they think there's going to be a bounce back. No one was really inspired by uh, Terod Taylor. Yeah, Fair I've got enough. a minus eight as well. What do you reckon? <clears throat> you tempted by that? You reckon the Saints will get up by 10? Yeah, I reckon they will. 24-14 yep. kind of job? I think more than that. I think kind of 35, kind of maybe 17 range. It's a lot. Yeah, but I just, I don't know. In the Superdome, I think after that embarrassing performance last week, for me, that's a bet. You're not going to see much in the regular season. I think uh, I like the Saints at eight, eight and a half. That's what I've got here. Um, looking at the other ones, I think I think Colts Redskins is a little bit of a tricky one. You just never know with that kind of game. Um, well, the Colts are getting five and a half, and I'm kind of tempted by that because, uh, you know, I, don't, uh, I think Redskins are good, but Arizona's really bad, and they're, yeah. they're getting too much of a rub off the back of that win. And I think Andrew Luck kind of reminded us that he's a beast despite the fact that they lost, and they only lost last week because of uh, old mate Jack Doyle dropping the ball, fumbling it. So uh, I think there's so a case like to be Colts made. Minus five? I like the Colts. Yeah. Okay. I'll take them. Wouldn't be as confident that, but you got you got about three legs here, three or four legs. Hey, I'm gonna do a three legger, and yeah. uh, you know we'll confirm them. They'll be on the Instagram, yeah, before uh, the games kick off. I like that a lot. A 49ers line I've got here. I've got uh, for the Detroit Lions for the absolute garbage that they are. Um, looking at this one, I'm actually not that one's not coming up. I don't know yeah, what you've you, got on that side. No, I don't have a market for yeah, the, don't lines have a market at the, the lines. I think they don't know if uh, Stafford's going to be playing. Yeah, or not. I think Pat's Jags is a little bit too dangerous. Uh, Raiders Broncos. Too much of a toss-up. Giants, yep. obviously, we've discussed. You Bears, Seahawks as well. Yeah, that is just. Uh, a, that is just. That's a stay away for yeah. me. I mean, look, the Bears defense is looking pretty good. Um, and Mitchell Trubisky, well, he, it was a tale of two halves yep. for him and Bill Nagy. I, I don't know what they're going to be like. I know the Seahawks defense isn't well beating anymore, but yeah, it's just not enough. Enough, I like there. No, I mean, yeah, just going back to it quickly. I think I like. Um, I think I like the Panthers. I think the Atlanta Falcons are overrated. I like the Bengals, despite the fact yep. that I've been tooting the. Um, Ravens on all all night. 
And uh, yeah, I wouldn't mind a cheeky Chargers minus seven and a half. And uh, mm-hmm. I'll take Philly at minus three. Okay, you going with that one? That's your multi for the week. And uh, I think so. I think so. Unless okay. I uh, unless I really like the Colts, I'll see what happens through the week. Now I'll decide whether I go line or whether I just go total to win because I'm a I'm a win type really guy. Really, just playing it safe, yeah, aren't we? Yeah. But uh, we'll, we will see. We will chuck it up on the Insta as the week progresses with these multis. Keep track of them. Yeah. A lot of content. Love to hear your multis. If you've, got a, if you've got a better idea, we'll be going through some futures next week. Absolutely. Um, placing some bets week. on the season. With a couple of weeks of, of information to dissect, yes. you can make a more calculated decision. And uh, I really want to bet some unders this year. Absolutely. Because they, 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 there's some great unders to be had. Total wins, I think, is a great one. Oh, total think, yards. Uh, total yards. For certain players, quarterbacks, yeah. receivers. It's like, come yeah. on. How many times can we have a four and a half thousand yard season for Tom Brady? I think yeah, he's exactly. going to be under this year. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of different factors. He's got a boy, boy's got no one to throw to. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot of outrights, a lot of futures, a lot of absurd futures to take to keep an eye on. So we will definitely update you with our wisdom, yeah. being uh, able to predict. Yeah, don't listen to us. We, uh, yeah, we have no idea what we're betting. Um, Chaz, I think that brings us to the end of uh, week one of their first down on the podcast. What a joy! What a pleasure! Absolute pleasure. I mean, there is so much football information that gets bottled up. It's finally nice to be able to spurt it out. Exactly. Into a microphone for you and I to primarily listen to. In ill-informed manner. Again, tomorrow. To exploit to our friends. But it is exciting. We are loving it. We're just getting started with this with this season. We think it's going to be an absolute cracker. Keep an eye off the Instagram and Facebook. We'll be up shortly. And uh, hope you join us next week. Yeah, sounds like a plan. Cheers. It was Cheers. a horse performance in the second half. Horse I'm totally embarrassed and totally ashamed. It sucked. It stunk.